What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, y'all, this is Abby Wilson. I'm the director of guest services, and I am so happy to be joining you as we continue in our podcast series through first and second Samuel. Um, We are actually finishing out today the book of first Samuel. I'm going to be going through the last chapter, chapter 31, um, and then tomorrow we'll pick back up in second Samuel. So I'm excited to be with you today. The way that this is going to work, whether this is your first time listening or maybe Maybe you know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to read scripture. Um, I invite you to follow along if you're able to do that, if you're not driving. Um, And then I'm going to give you a couple notes and maybe a takeaway. So this is, as I said, this is 1 Samuel chapter 31. Um, We are going to be reading today about the death of Saul. And I'm going to be reading this um, from my Bible, the English Standard Version. So let's go ahead and jump in and read together. I do want to say real quick, um, there, especially towards the end, there are a couple words that I might stumble over. So just bear with me if I have to pause and and pronunciate these. So don't let it trip you up. Um, I just want to be honest and let you know that, that I read this ahead of time and I was like, Well, we're just going to go with it and see how it goes. So anyway, here we go. This is 1 Samuel, all of chapter 31, starting in verse 1. Now the Philistines were fighting against Israel, and the men of Israel fled before the Philistines and fell slain on Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines overtook Saul and his sons, and the Philistines struck down Jonathan and Abinadab and Malchishua, the sons of Saul. The battle pressed hard against Saul, and the archers found him, and he was badly wounded by the archers. Then Saul said to his armor bearer, "Draw your sword and thrust it through me with with it, and thrust me through with it, lest these uncircumcised come and thrust me through and mistreat me." But his armor bearer would not, for he feared greatly. Therefore Saul took his own sword and fell upon it. And when his armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he also fell upon his sword and died with him. Thus Saul died and his three sons and his armor bearer and all his men on the same day together. And when the men of Israel who were on the other side of the valley and those beyond the Jordan saw that the men of Israel had fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their cities and fled and the Philistines came and lived in them. Verse 8. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. So they cut off his head and stripped off his armor and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to carry the good news to the house of their idols and to the people. They put his armor in the temple of the Ashtaroth, and they fastened his body to the wall of Bethshan. But when the inhabitants of Gabesh Gilead heard that the Philistines had heard what the Philistines had done to Saul, All the valiant men arose and went all night and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the wall of Bethshan, and they came to Jabesh and burned them there. And they took their bones and buried them under the tamarisk tree in Jabesh and fasted seven days. So this concludes the book of 1 Samuel. You know, when I was reading this, um, I just thought back to where we started with Saul. And so I looked back in 1 Samuel, we're, we're introduced to Saul in chapter 9. And that's where Saul was chosen to be king. He was anointed by Samuel. You know, he was a man that looked the part of king. He was, he had, a, you know, a strong start 
um, by beating the Amorites, but then he had downfall. And we see that um, throughout the book of 1 Samuel, this just kind of back and forth with Saul and, and him working in his own will and not waiting to hear from the Lord on how he should walk. He kind of takes matters into his own hand. When I think of Saul, I think he lifted himself higher than the Lord. He put personal gain over elevating the name of God. And then on through 1 Samuel, we say we see that he was replaced as king by David, and that evil just inhabited Saul after that. He, he goes after David. He tries to kill him multiple times throughout this book. And then we see in today's text that we just read, we see Saul's death, his his ultimate defeat. And so when I was looking back in chapter 9, verse 16 stuck out to me. It's the Lord speaking to Samuel, and he says, Tomorrow about this time I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him to be the prince over my people Israel. He shall save my people from the hand of the Philistines. Well, today in chapter 31, we see that the Philistines overtook him. But what we have seen throughout this entire book of Samuel, if you have read it before or if you've been following along with our podcast, that Saul was not walking with the Lord. Saul was not following the commands that were laid out in front of him. Remember, the Israelites having a king, that wasn't God's plan. It's what the people, the Israelites, asked for because they wanted to look like those around them. The the nations around them had kings and they wanted to fit in. And so they asked for a king. And so the, the Lord God granted them what they asked for. He gave them that. But also our God is all knowing. And so he knew what this, how this was going to play out. He knew that Saul looked the part. He knew how, how he would defeat the Ammonites. He knew that there would be downfall in his life. He knew that eventually he would fall on his own sword to kill himself in order to avoid, um, avoid further destruction by the Philistines. God knew all this and he still allowed it to happen because an all-knowing God, he was able to show the Israelites that a king, this king is still just a sin-filled man. You know, it's he he wasn't perfect. David wasn't perfect. We've also seen that. Um, I'm not getting into that too much right now just because we're talking about Saul today. That's what the scripture is about. But these kings that the people wanted, they are still just sin-filled people. And so when I think about a takeaway for today, something that I'm just reminded of is we don't need in today's world, especially for the Israelites, but even in today's world, we don't need a king of this world. We don't, what we ultimately need isn't someone to um, judge for us and to rule for us. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, government isn't important and we we have to have people in place in order to, um, you know, correct, correct things from right, from wrong. Anyway, all of that. But ultimately, ultimately in our lives, just as the Israelites didn't really need a king, they just wanted to look like others. We don't either. What we need is a savior. We need someone that is going to step in, in their perfection and save us from our sins. And that's what we get through Jesus. Jesus came in the perfect son of God, a man without flaws, fully God, fully man. And he stepped in and he took on all of this evil, all of this anger, 
all of these just sin emotions and sin actions in our lives. He took them on and he took them to the cross and he died a horrific sinner's death in order to save us from what we ultimately deserve, from what the Israelites ultimately deserve. And so in thinking about Saul, I just, you know, I think about how many wrong turns he made, how many times he just didn't wait on the Lord. He didn't wait to hear from the Lord. He didn't wait to make sure that he was walking as he should. He just walked on his own. And so what I want to ask you today is, are you walking Are you walking on your own path? Are you walking on the path that the Lord has set out for you? What can be scary about that is we don't always see the outcome. But I heard someone say recently, the path that the Lord has me on, the destination isn't my business. My business is to take the next step that the Lord has laid out for me. So I just want to encourage you today to take the next step. If the Lord is telling you to move, he's just asking you to move in that one way. If the Lord is telling you to stay, stay put. Don't be like Saul. Don't turn one way or the other way without hearing from the Lord. Make sure that you are walking in his will. I hope that this in some way has encouraged you today. I hope that you'll tune back in tomorrow as we start in 2 Samuel chapter 1. Dalton's going to be with us. We're excited to hear from him. So again, I encourage you, you can always go back on these podcasts and listen to them just to go through this entire book and learn more and dig more into scripture. We want to be a church that hears from God. And the best way to do that is to read his word, to hide his word in your heart and know him better. Y'all have a great day. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.